Welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. This morning, it's just going to be Sporty and I. Sporty, how you doing? Doing well, thank you. We got a lot to get into, but before we break down um, all the all the sports talk, we're gonna give uh, give a birthday shout out to to Trevor from July. We we missed his birthday on our past couple pods. My birthday that happened in August, and and Hadley's that was in September. So so Trevor and Hadley both turned twenty one, and Chalk Talk had our one year anniversary in July. So, some exciting stuff here, and we're going to start with college football, specifically looking at the Big 12. Oklahoma had, had a rough week, as well as Texas. Texas survived a scare with Texas Tech, but Oklahoma, I don't know what happened. They were up big, and, and Kansas State came back and, and pulled off the upset. I had Oklahoma in my Final Four, but but now I really don't see them having having a chance to get back into it I mean there's a slight chance if they run the table and blow out everybody that means they have to beat probably Texas twice so so that might be challenging Sporty do you think Oklahoma has a shot to get into the CFP no they, like I said they'd have to run the score up every single game and I, I mean with Big 12 there's really no defense played so I think it's gonna be tough to really blow out some opponents Texas on the other hand I think they have a chance but you know, they don't have, I guess, a, a top-tier defense, so I think that's going to hurt them in the long run. Do you think Texas has a chance if they can run the table, go undefeated, and win the Big 12? Do, can they make a, a statement for the CFP? I think they can, only if, if they can fix their defense up. Yeah, that, that game with Texas Tech did not did not look so, so pretty. Oklahoma State, some people might say they have a chance, but we'll have to see. I mean, they, they barely beat Tulsa. Week one for them, and then you know they showed up the next week. But I think it's gonna be tough for them to beat both Oklahoma and Texas and win the Big Twelve championship. So I think really the Big Twelve's only shot is Texas right now. Switching gears to the SEC, we saw LSU lose a tough one to Mississippi State, and we also saw Georgia struggle early with Arkansas. Two top tier teams struggling. I understand it was their first game, but Looking at LSU specifically, I know they lost a lot of guys and, and Stingley Jr. wasn't playing. But, Sport, do you think LSU is just more of a rebuilding year or can they still, you know, take up take some positives away from the season? I think it's I think it's going to be a, a uh, rebuilding year for LSU. Yeah, they really don't have – I mean, granted that their quarterback, you know, he, he played – he didn't play great, but they, they, they did put up some points, what, 34, I believe. So, I mean, if they can figure something else out offensively, I think they'll be okay, but I just don't see them really doing much this season. I think it's – I'm going to agree with you. It's a it's a rebuilding year. You know, after losing their, their OC and Joe Burrow, it's it, it's, it's going to be tough. Georgia, on the other hand, you know, they, they played Arkansas, who's, who's not really, you know, anything special – and they struggled early on. I know Georgia has some some QB issues with with Dwayne Mathis, um, Stetson Bennett, and and JT Daniels. Um, do you think Georgia can really take the first game and, and build off that game? Can they still make the CFP? How do you think the Georgia Bulldog season is going to go the rest of the season? I, I think they can still make the college football playoff. Um, if they can get their quarterback situated, I think they'll be they'll, they'll be in the top four. Yeah, I mean, I think 
I agree with you. I, th- I think Georgia, they're a really good team. It's just they got to figure figure out the, the quarterback situation. They got a big game with Auburn today. You know, you know, looking at the SEC schedule, a lot of top-tier teams are going to play each other just because they're playing in conference games. So do you think the SEC, do you think there's going to be a team or two that stands out, or do you think everybody's going to cancel each other out and, and, you know, the top team in the SEC might have two losses this year? What, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think I think everyone's got to knock each other around, so I don't think there's going to be one stud SEC team. If you had to pick between... Bama, Georgia, and Florida. Who would be that stud team if, if one team were to stand out? Uh, I would have to go with uh, Georgia. Georgia. Any, you know, are you looking at anything specific, or do you just think Florida and, well, and Bama might get I knocked around? I know they struggled the first half, but they uh, against Arkansas. They, I know they struggled for the first forty minutes of the, of the first half, but they uh, ended up making adjustments and. And up winning by twenty seven points. Yeah. Even though they were down ten five in the third quarter. Yeah, that was where we saw we saw what a seven five in in that game, and then I think there was another game that was also wasn't it like Texas A and M and Vandy weren't they like seven five at one point or something like that. Not, you could be right. I'm not. I'm not sure. It was, it was it was weird looking at at the bottom score lines and just seeing seven five for for two different football games, let alone one. So now, you know, we're talking about the SEC. Some people might think that they can get two teams in. I, I can see two teams, maybe, you know, Florida or Georgia, and then the other team being Alabama. Or, heck, even if Auburn can, can somehow run the table, I think Auburn can – I think Auburn's a pretty solid team. They just got to figure out some, some O-line issues and, and get it together. But I think they can hang with Georgia and hang with really anybody in SEC. But the real question is – you know, typically the SEC, they have the best chance to get two teams in the playoff. But outside the SEC, what conference do you think has the best chance this year to get two teams in the playoff? Um, let me think here. So, I mean, right now I'll tell you, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, we just discussed this. The Big 12, they're not getting two teams in. And I don't really think that the Pac-12s, they, I mean, Oregon's going to make a strong case, but I don't even know if they'll get a team in. So it really just comes down to the ACC or, or, or Big Ten is the other. I would say, if I take a guess, I would say possibly the ACC. I mean, you got Clemson, and I don't somehow maybe Miami somehow gets in there. I mean, I mean, plus you got Notre Dame. They're high up there. Um, I mean, personally, I think Notre Dame's overrated. I don't think they're going to do much, but. Um, so you're taking the ACC on this one? Yeah. I'll have to agree with you with the ACC. I mean, I mean the Big 12, they're going to have some some top dogs with uh, Ohio State and Penn State. And then, you know, maybe behind those teams you'll see like Wisconsin, Michigan, and, and Minnesota. But I, 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 think, I think the ACC right now has enough teams that are ranked high enough where, you know, if the SEC cancels each other out, another ACC team could jump into that playoff with, with Clemson. So I really don't think there's going to be two teams from the ACC, but if I had, if I had to pick a conference outside the SEC, I could, I could definitely see the ACC. I'm not discrediting the Big Ten, but I think that uh, the ACC right now just, just has the best shot. So advancing to 
our picks for the week. We're going to talk about our – we have a college football pick them. And after week one, shout out to Sean Bray and Sporty. They're taking the lead. They both had uh, eight correct picks out of ten on our ESPN college football pick them. And then our update on our Chalk Talk guest pickers. Week one was Jeremy Snyder and his overall record between NFL and college football. He finished at 8-8. Eight and eight. Jake Horde was the following week. He finished 10-6. and six. And last week was Nick Scaramazzino. He finished with an overall record of 8-7-1, and one, that tie being the Bengals and the Eagles game. Sporty, let, let me ask you a question. Does, does the NFL need to get rid of ties? Yes, yes. I feel like they feel like they should play uh, until somebody. I feel like they should play until somebody uh, scores. Like I said, scores a touchdown, touchdown first. Yeah. Do Do you think that they could, you know, switch to the the college football format, or do you think there should be another format that they should implement? I mean, I, mean, I like the college football um, format. If if the NFL can do that. I, That'd be great if the NFL can switch to the college football format like they do in overtime. For them, that'd be uh, more exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, who who wants to tie in a professional, anything professionally? Like, your goal is to win the game. It's either a win or a loss. There's there's no tying. This isn't, no offense, but this isn't like participation trophies out here. Like, we you need to decide a winner. And a loser. There, there, there should be no ties. They should put the ball at the twenty-five yard line, just like college football. And you know, after three overtimes, you got to go for two. And I mean, with the way that NFL kickers are nowadays, you know, three points isn't guaranteed. So I, I, I think that it's more exciting if they could use the college football format. But anyway, getting into our week one picks for college football, after a surprising week last week, like we said with Oklahoma, they got Iowa State, who you know, didn't look much better. So sporty. Who do you got? The Sooners or the Cyclones? You know what? I'm gonna go. Uh, I think the lines. What the lines? Ten to twelve. I think. Yeah, it started off. I think seven and a half. I think, and I think it jumped up. So, who you got? I, I like Oklahoma to win, but I think Iowa State's gonna keep it close. I think I think Iowa State will lose, but I think they will cover at home. I think. I like the pick. I like the pick that Oklahoma's going to win, but I think this is going to be a statement game for Oklahoma. How do they bounce back after losing to Kansas State? I, I think they're going to want to put up as many points as possible. So I think Spencer Rattler, he's going to play basically the whole game. And, I mean, if he can just really eliminate the turnovers, I, I think they can really kind of route Oklahoma or route Iowa State. So I'm, I'm going to say that they – they win, you know, 49-17. to, to 17. I think this is going to be a big game for Oklahoma. Staying in the Big 12, we have Baylor and West Virginia. I chose this game because it, the line is very close. I think Baylor might be favored like one and a half or something. So do you have the Bears or the Mountaineers? I think the Mountaineers, I know they lost to Oklahoma State. They play them fairly tough. I'm going to go with the uh, Mountaineers and they will get a win. Yeah, I don't really. I haven't really seen, you know, or heard much about Baylor yet. Have they even played a game yet? Let me double check that. I, I yes, they, they have played a game. I'm not sure they played though. Let me see here. Because I know their game with Houston got um, postponed. 
Well, maybe, maybe they, I thought they did. Maybe they had. Pretty sure they played one game. I'm not sure they played it. That's, I'm trying to think now because I, I know for sure that Houston game was – oh, yeah, you're, you're right. They did play – let me see who they played here. I just don't remember seeing their their score line. Oh, yeah, that's right. They played they, they played Kansas last week, and they, they blew them out. But, you know, Kansas not being that strong of a team, it's tough to evaluate a Baylor team who's only played Kansas. But I just feel like West Virginia isn't – Complete. They haven't been complete in a while. Um, so, for hey, that, there we go. There we go. I got it. Um, I just think Baylor. There, I just think they're a better team than, than West Virginia, just based on what West Virginia has this year. I just think that that Baylor is going to pull out the dub. Moving on to Alabama, Texas A&M. That's a big top twenty-five matchup. Texas A&M after a, a slow start with Vanderbilt. Do you think Bama routes them, or can uh, Texas A&M and, the, and Kellen Mond really hang with the Crimson Tide this week? I think they can hang with them in the first half, but I think Alabama's going to put the gas pedal to them in the second half. I think Bama win by, I would say, about four touchdowns. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you with that one. I think Bama. This is just going to be another, another you know, cakewalk for for Bama. I mean, Texas A and M. They're just kind of like Notre Dame. They're 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 always ranked high, but they can't seem to really produce. So I I think safe pick here is definitely Bama, and I think Bama's going to win big. We got another game in the Big Twelve with Texas and TCU. So. TCU just played Iowa State, and that game was really close. And then Texas is coming off that 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 win in overtime with Texas Tech. A lot of people are saying that uh, TCU can can beat Texas. I, I mean, who knows at this point with the Big Twelve? But I'm going to go with Texas. Sporty, who do you have? I'm going to go with the uh, uh, TCU. I'm going to go with TCU. Any uh, any specifics? Uh, I think they're. Uh, I think TCU's quarterbacks play is pretty strong. They got a. Uh, they got decent, uh, decent receivers. They, they play decent defense. They, I think they're gonna come into come into Texas Stadium and and shock them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it really, if, if Texas loses TCU, there goes the the shot of the Big Twelve in the CFP, like we said. And our final game, the biggest, probably the biggest game of the day, is is Auburn and Georgia. A lot of people are saying that uh, Auburn isn't, you know, gonna hang with Georgia, even though Georgia's quarterback situation, like we mentioned, isn't isn't as strong. Who do you think is gonna come out on top? I think uh, Auburn. They played very well, very uh, very well first game against Kentucky. Kentucky's what I think Kentucky's ranked, you know, top twenty-five. It was. Uh, I know Auburn won twenty-nine thirteen, but it was. It was a, I think, 14-13 game or 16-13 game after the third quarter. So Auburn had to work to to get their win all, you know, four quarters. Mm -hmm. Georgia, you know, they came out sloppy, played a sloppy first half, then they they turned it on the second half. But I'll I'll go with Auburn. They're going to play a well-rounded four quarters, and they're going to beat – they're going to go into Georgia and beat Georgia. If there was one team this week that I was going to pick as as an underdog, 
that I'm that I'm pretty confident with. It, it's definitely Auburn. Georgia's, I believe they're favored by six and a half. And and I'll take I'll take the Tigers with this one. Bo Nix, I think he's he's pretty solid. I think he, he's a real deal. And I think Auburn's defense is going to give whoever's starting a quarterback for Georgia's A, I think that they're going to give them fits. And I think hopefully, you know, Auburn can can shut down Pickens. But Georgia's defense is, is what's going to keep them in the game. I, I think if Georgia, the biggest question here is going to be Georgia's offense, you know, being with the QB, if, if, if they can somehow penetrate Auburn's defense, I think they'll, they'll win. But I, I think Auburn's just too good right now for, for Georgia. So now looking at our games with the spread, we have North Carolina, who's favored 14.5 against Boston College. So what, who do you like to cover? Uh, I think North Carolina will cover. I'm not, I'm not impressed by uh, Boston College. I'd say North Carolina wins 31, 31-7, 31-10. Oh, gee, a bit big blowout. I'm going to have to agree with you with the, uh, with, the, with the UNC pick. I thought Boston College, after beating Duke, I thought they might have something going for them. But after their game with Texas State, you know, barely winning at home, they're just they're up in the air right now. I mean, Phil Jakovic, he, he he looked all right last week against Texas State, but I think I think UNC, Mac Brown, Sam Howell, it's gonna be too much. I like UNC to win by, like you said, three touchdowns. Florida and South Carolina. Florida's coming off a big win against Ole Miss. Kyle Trask had a big week. Their favorite sixteen and a half against South Carolina. You got the Gamecocks or the Gators? I, I got the Gamecocks. They played. Uh, they played. To, I know. I know South Carolina lost. South Carolina lost week one, but they played Tennessee tough at home. They lost by four points. Uh, I'm not still. Florida's offense is is pretty good. I'm just not sold on Florida's defense. They give up thirty five points to to Ole Miss. I think South Carolina's. I don't expect them to win, but I think they're gonna play well enough to uh, cover, cover the spread. So I, I say Florida wins by anywhere between 14 to 20 points. I think that – so wait, you said so wait, you said South Carolina's probably going to cover the spread. You're taking them? Yeah, the spread's 21, right? No, the spread's 16 and a half. That's why I just, yeah, I just want to double-check you there. Florida's favorite 16 and a half. Oh, sorry. I, once I was playing, it, it, has, it has Florida favorite by 21. No, that well, this, this one I'm taking. Yeah, it's sixteen and a half. All right, uh, let me change my mind. I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take, I'll take four winning, winning by seventeen, maybe thirty-four, seventeen, mm-hmm. yep. somewhere around that range. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Florida's offense is definitely, definitely potent enough to put a lot of points up on South Carolina. I mean, typically South Carolina they show up when they, for some reason they show up when they play big time teams. I mean, they're they're not a team that's you know kind of walk all over an Arkansas team, but but they're not going to get blown out by a top-tier team. But I think Florida, they look really impressive offensively at least, so, so I think they're going to put up put up the numbers this week, and, and I think they're going to cover the spread. And our last game for college football, we have call, or, yeah, we have UCF favored 21 against Tulsa. Who do you like? Um, I'm going to go with Tulsa. They played uh, week one. I was impressed with them. They hung with Oklahoma State, and I think uh, – I don't know why. I think they're going to somehow cover uh, against UCF's strong uh, know-how to attack. I think I think UCF definitely. I mean, obviously, every game they have potential to put up, you know, high forties, low fifties. I I think 
See, this is tough. I, I think I'm going to go with UCF winning by 24. Um, I, I think Tulsa can play them. They can play them tough, but I just don't think that they'll Tulsa's going to be able to score enough against UCF uh, this week. Now we're going into our our weekly over-unders. I'm going to first start with the Auburn-Georgia game. Sport, I have the over-under of total points set at 44.5. Do you like the over or the under? I'm going to go with the over. I think the thing is going to be anywhere between anywhere between 48 and 52 points. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to disagree with you with that one. I'm gonna. Th- I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. I like. I like a uh, maybe a, a 23, a 23, maybe 16 final score. I, I think both defenses are gonna are gonna play well, and I think Georgia's gonna have a tough time scoring. But Georgia's defense is also that's what I said is gonna keep them in the game. So I'm gonna take the under with this one. So we just talked about UCF and. How they can, you know, always put up big numbers. Do they put up more? Do they put up at least 50, 50 points this week. Are they putting up a fifty burger, or are they are they going below? I'm gonna say uh, below. Uh, well, let's see. Their first game, I know they put up forty nine points, and last week they put up fifty one, I believe. So yeah, you average that out, it's right at fifty. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the under. I, I think that they're gonna be able to score, but like but like I said, um, I think that you know after the third quarter, I think they will take their their foot off the gas pedal and and and, and you know keep that keep their total points under fifty. Kyle Trask three and a half passing touchdowns against that South Carolina defense. I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over as well. You know Pitts had a big week last last week. And what Trask threw for I think six touchdowns. So so I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna say he's gonna have another solid week and and throw for more than I'm gonna say you know I'll, I'll put it right at four there. Next game KJ Costello, 400 yards passing. You know that's that's a big thing that uh, Mike Leach does. Costello threw for 600 last week against LSU, and I believe they got Arkansas this week. So sport, you got the the over or the under. I'm going to go with the over. I think Castillo's going to not throw for 600, and I think he's going to throw for over 300 yards. They're going to route him. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I'm going to take I'm going to take the under here with the with the 400 yards. I think he's going to throw for maybe 325, and then they're going to you know get in the subs. So I'm going to take the the under under 400 yards for KJ Costello. Each week, well, I know last week we we talked about this, the pit defense. They, they, they had, I think, seven sacks last week against Louisville. I got the bar set at four and a half sacks this week. Sporty, do you like the over or the under? Um, I'm going to say the over. I'm going to say they're going to get six or seven sacks more this week. Yeah. So I'll go with the over. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. NC State's, I mean, I think Louisville's offensive line is better than NC State's, and I think that pit, that pit defense is just – there's something else this year, and I think they're going to continue. I think they're going to at least – get you know five or six this week as well and keep the streak going so switching gears to the nfl i did find did a little research i found out when tom brady's last opening day loss was it was back in 2017 and i also read that he's only ever had four opening uh day losses ever which which is pretty impressive so that answers that question after they just lost to the saints in week one looking at our first COVID case in the NFL came in Tennessee, 
and that that Tennessee Steel and Pittsburgh game it's it's going to be rescheduled. How do you think this affects the Steelers and and Tennessee and the NFL moving forward, Sporty? Uh, I think it's going to affect affect them than what people think. Um, I saw they don't have a, like a bye week, which I know they weren't prepared for. Um, I, I think more teams will have to adapt because I think there's going to be more than more than just this game being canceled. I think they're going to be several in the future, but I, I think they'll be able to make it through the season. Um, as a player, I guess you got to adapt and stay healthy and be ready whenever you're, be ready whenever you're ready to play. Cause I don't, I'm not, I don't know if they're going to be playing every week. Maybe yeah. some teams might play every week, but some teams might not play. They may play like every other week. Kind of like, it's kind of like, like high, you know, high school football. They have you know, some teams don't play every week. It's like every other week now. So yeah. I think it's going to be a, a, it's going to be an ongoing trend with the NFL now. So well, I'm going to I'm going to hope it's not an ongoing trend. But I think it's looking at the Steelers. I saw Mike Tomlin. He you know it's not going to be an issue. They're not worried about it. Uh, they got they got a bunch of games right in a row. Looking at the Steelers specifically, you know we're look you see the, the Ravens losing a tough one with the Chiefs. They didn't look too impressive against the Chiefs. I guess the big question for this week on on the podcast is we're going to look at the the Ravens and the Steelers sport. Who do you think is going to win that uh, that AFC North and and really um, take charge? You think it could, could it be the Ravens? Could it be the Steelers? Who, who do you like? Um, even though the Ravens, even though they had a not so good game Monday night, I still think the Ravens are. I think they're going to still win that division. I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on the Steelers. The Steelers are good. I'm still, uh, there's, like I said, the Steelers, they've won all their games, but they, 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 they've, they've had to fight all four quarters. They weren't, they weren't sealed until, until, until late in the fourth quarter. So I'll have to go with, I'll have to go with Baltimore. Baltimore, like I said, they won the first two weeks, uh, pretty easily. Uh, I know they lost last week, but they'll, like, Baltimore plays Washington tomorrow. I think they'll, They'll bounce back quickly, and think they'll show their true colors tomorrow, both offensively and uh, defensively. Yeah, the, the big question when you look at the Ravens and the Steelers there is, you know, is the Ravens' offense going to be stronger, or is the Steelers' defense going to be stronger? Because those, those are their, you know, each team's that's their strength, and and when you're going up against each other, it's really going to come down to who's going to win that battle. Is are the Steelers going to be able, to, you know, to shut down Lamar Jackson, or? Is he going to have a day day with the Steelers defense? So I think that's that's the, the big the big highlight of, of that matchup. You know, I mean, you got the Steelers offense who who can also put up points, and, and the Ravens defense is good as well. But when you look at you know the strong side of each team, I think when both teams are on the field, that's that's the biggest uh, and, the, and the most exciting part of the game right there. So I think I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Ravens winning the AFC North. I think they're going to beat out the Steelers. Like you said, Steelers haven't looked you know they're good, but they just haven't looked that impressive throughout the whole game. But I do think that the Steelers get the best of the Ravens in the playoffs on their way to the Super Bowl. Uh, so now we're looking at our NFL games. I'm just going to go by these real quick. Big matchup with the Chiefs and the Patriots. The Chiefs are still undefeated, and the, the Pats have that one loss to, to the Seahawks. Sporty, who do you like? I think the Chiefs will win, but I think the Patriots will cover. I think it'll be... 28, 24, 27, 24 game. Yeah, I, th- I think the Chiefs definitely are going to win. It's always something with with Bill Belichick that he can he can play 
you know, you, it's it's tough to bet against Bill Belichick, but obviously this year it's different with, without without Brady. But you know, the Patriots said they can they can hang with the Seahawks. You know, they kept it, they played basically all four quarters with the Seahawks, and they just they just be a good Raiders team. And uh, but you know, I I got to take Mahomes and the and the reigning Super Bowl champs. Here's an interesting matchup because you know a lot of people, you know, aren't really sold on the Bills. You know, they might not be sold on the Raiders. But so far, I mean, Josh Allen, he's he's showing he, he can contend and, and play in the big moments. So do you like the Bills or the Raiders? Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Raiders. They will bounce back after getting knocked around last week in New England. They will come back strong tomorrow and beat a, beat a good but not a great Buffalo team. I'm going to have to go with the Bills. You know, jumping off against the Rams to a to what was it like a twenty eight to seven was it something like that? They were up big, and, and and you know they were up big quick, and I, I think I think the Bills definitely have have an opportunity to put up some points against the Raiders. It's just you know can the Bills hang on to that lead? Unlike last week against the Rams, they they the Bills did end up winning, but it, it took them you know into the final seconds to, to pull up to come back and win. But I think. I think the Bills are going to bounce back, you know, have, have another solid week offensively, and I think that defense is going to show up. Here's an interesting matchup because you got two teams who are, you know, projected to be, you know, solid teams, but so far the year hasn't treated them the best. we got the Browns and the Cowboys. Uh, I, I think the uh, Cowboys will win. I know the Browns are off to a 2 and one start. I, I know the Cowboys, they, they haven't played all that great, but defense isn't that great. But uh, their offense, the Cowboys' offense is decent, but I, I think I'll go with uh, Mayfield and Stubb uh, leading the way tomorrow. And I would say the opposite of the day tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the Browns over the Cowboys. Yeah, the Browns over the Cowboys. See, I, I liked. I mean, I don't, I don't like either team, but if I had to pick a team this week, I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I, it, it's just something about, I think it's more so my, my lack of trust with the Browns playing in big games than it is the Cowboys showing up to play. So I think it's going to be a self-inflicted wound with the Browns. I don't think it's going to be something where the Cowboys, you know, are, are going to beat them because they're better than the Browns. I think they're both pretty even. I mean, on paper, it looks like the Cowboys should be better but I think I think this week I'm gonna go with the Cowboys just because the Browns hurt themselves so now looking at the spreads we have the Buccaneers favorite seven against a Chargers team who who has surprised a lot of people I think so far this year you know hanging with with the Saints but then you know coming back and losing or wait no no not not the Saints sorry the Chargers hung with the Chiefs but you know and then they come back and, and lose to, to the Panthers so it's it's kind of an up and down season so far with the Chargers. Sporty, who do you, who do you have covering the spread? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um, Tom Brady and the uh, Buccaneers. Like I said, I thought uh, the Chargers hanging with the Chiefs. I thought I thought they'd be decent, and then they last week they lay an egg against uh, at home when they were big favorites. So I'll go with Tom Brady in the passing game. I know they won't have Godwin tomorrow, but uh, Mike Evans has 
stepped up for them in the last two or three weeks, I think. Evans and Brady, but what a big game tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it's in, in, a, in a game where, you know, you're not sure of who, who's going to win. Uh, I mean, typically that didn't happen with the, in, in New England with, with Tom Brady, but in this situation, if you're not if you're unsure of who's going to win or even cover, I mean, you got to go with Tom Brady against, against the Chargers in this situation. I think he's got too many weapons. He's going to put up a lot of points, and we'll have to see if Herbert can can hang with the hang with the Bucks. So, so I like the Bucks covering the spread, the the seven point spread. So we just talked about how the Ravens defense, you know, is and and offense are both pretty elite. They got a bounce back game against the Redskins, who aren't you know as great. Spread sitting at fourteen. Sport, who do you got? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the the Ravens. I think they're gonna take out take out their frustration from last week and put it on uh, the uh, Redskins. I'm gonna say about a our projection uh, like thirty seven twenty game. That's that's my that's my prediction for the final score. Yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Ravens are going to. Yeah, I think the Ravens are, can can put up a lot of points. I think this is going to be like a like a forty two to thirteen game. Redskins just don't have much going for them offensively. Uh, I'm not sure if Chase Young's back on defense. I know he he got hurt last week, but I think I think the Ravens are going to put up a lot of points. In our final game, the Rams are favored thirteen against the Giants. Who, right now in New York, if you're a if you're a New York football fan. Giants, Jets—they are. They're, I mean, I'll just flat out say that they're—they're they're bad. They're atrocious. I mean, the best team right now is the Bills. Obviously, no questions asked. But can the Rams cover the spread against against the Giants? I'm gonna say uh, yes. They, like I said, the Rams. They last week they got uh, down big, and then they came back and they lost a tough nail biter at the Buffalo. They. Had a controversial call that they didn't go their way in the late the fourth quarter. That was that was on the, the Bills winning drive. Yeah. They the uh, Rams win. Golf will have a huge day tomorrow in a uh, route against uh, the uh, New York Giants. So so here we go. Just for all of our listeners, I think this is this might be the first time I think we had. That, that I can recall right now, Sporty picking all the all the favorites. He, no no dogs this week in the spreads, which is which is unusual for for Sporty. Sporty, you have any any specific reason why he took all the all the favorites this week? No dogs to cover the spread. I just think all the favorites. I think they'll they'll win uh, big this week. So going back to that Rams game, I, I I do think that the Rams can can blow out the Giants. I'll agree with you. The golf's gonna have a big week, and and that Rams defense is gonna really show up and. And play well against the Giants. So finally, switching off of gears with football, just quickly, we're going to jump into some NBA real quick. Lakers and Heat series so far. I mean, it's been all Lakers. Obviously, Bam not playing. What was that last night? Really hurt the Heat. But, you know, they, they were able to score. And like I said on our last podcast, if the Heat are going to win, they're going to have to put up a lot of points because, you know, it's going to be tough for the, for the Heat to really shut down the Lakers. You know, and, and win like a, a 95-90 game. I don't think we're going to really see any of that. I think that the Lakers, I mean, based off what I've seen so far, I think they can definitely sweep them. Originally, I thought the Lakers were going to, you know, win in six. I'm going to give. I'm going to say the Heat might win. No, you know what? We're, we're going to go with a clean, a, a clean sweep with the with the Lakers. I think they're going to win 4-0. Sporty, what have, what are your thoughts? I'm still going to stay uh, like last ball guys. I still think Miami's going to get one game, and I think they're going to 
losing uh, five. Uh, almost four to almost four one. Have you seen you know what have you seen so far in the series that really really jumps out to you? Uh, just size wise, uh, Davis and James, they have nobody. They have nobody on Miami that can uh, stop them. Uh, like defensively, Miami has no weapons on defense that can stop. Davis and uh, James put together. Yeah, and and I saw it last night. They went to that 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 zone, and I mean, the Lakers had a lot of good looks from from three. I saw Danny Green. I think there was one possession where he missed, or maybe it was two possessions in a row. I know he missed back to back threes in one possession, and then he missed another one. But you know, the, the heat, they're giving the Lakers a lot of a lot of room in that zone, and and I think it's it's going to come down to whether the Lakers can you know hit their threes. I mean, obviously, without Bam, you, you got to play a zone just because you're not really going to stop Davis or James, like you said, man to man. Even with Bam in there, it's it's tough to shut down Davis man to man. So I think the Lakers definitely definitely going to sweep them. So we had a big hire with Doc Rivers and the 76ers. Um, sports, was this the right move for the 76ers? Yeah, I hope everything goes well with uh, Doc Rivers uh, and the. Um, 76ers. So I, I, hopefully they can, uh, hopefully they can win, you know, get the playoffs and maybe win a series or two. Yeah, I mean this year they were, you know, a couple games away from from advancing in in that series with uh, with, with with the Celtics. I mean, it's not like they played great against the Celtics, but you know they were they were there in the playoffs and and they played they played alright against the Celtics. So, I mean, I think the 76ers, they definitely need another piece. I don't think this is. I don't think Doc Rivers is. You know, the def like he's not just the one missing piece of this this ongoing puzzle. I think they're gonna have to make some some moves with their roster to take them to that next level. Um, but I think it's gonna be. I think it's still gonna be tough to you know to beat the Celtics, to beat the beat the Heat, the Raptors. But I think if they can get if they can get another piece in there, I think they can maybe make some noise next year in the playoffs. So finally, we're going to look at the MLB. The MLB playoffs started. We had the first round being best of three series. Big, big takeaway from the playoffs so far. I think I checked the NL Central and AL Central lost all three of their teams. We had the Indians, the Twins, the White Sox. They all lost. The Cubs, Cardinals, and Brewers. They all lost as well. Sporty, what, what, which of those teams were you surprised that that got knocked out? Uh, the one out of, out of all those teams, the one team that I was surprised about losing, uh, being eliminated, is the uh, Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to have to agree with you with that one. Losing to the Marlins, I mean, give them credit. The Marlins have played pretty solid this season. I was not expecting them to make the playoffs. You know, I didn't even think they were going to do well in their own, own division, let alone make the playoffs, but... I think yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. With the Cubs getting knocked out was was the biggest I think head scratcher. Um, you know, the Cardinals had the Padres there in Game Two, but they came fighting back and and took control of Game Two. And then it, last night they ended up winning Game Three. So moving forward, who do you like to to make it out of the NL and the AL, and who who do you think uh, is going to win it all? Um, you know what, I'm gonna. Go with a bizarre pick here. I'm going to go with the uh, 
Marlins. So ride, so ride, ride the Miami. I mean, ride Miami Marlins. Nothing's bizarre in 2020 so far. So I mean, hey, more power to you to pick them. So, so why do you think you're going to pick the Marlins? I just they're, they stun the Cubs, and I think they're going to stun the whole uh, National League, and they're going to be in the World Series. Who do you like coming out of the uh, the AL? Um, who's all in it again? So we got, I believe it's the the Rays, the A's. The Yankees and the Astros. Yep. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I hate to say this, but I have to go with the uh, Yankees. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my original pick at the beginning of the season. I'm gonna go Yankees and and Dodgers. I don't like to say that, but I think the Yankees' offense is is, is too much, and I I think they can get by the Dodgers in, in a in a close series in in, in the World Series. So so I got the Yankees winning it all. I hate to say it. Shope loves to see it. Um, I, I know Trevor Adley and, and Coates would be pretty upset if the Yankees win, as would I, but I think the Yankees are just too potent and they got too many weapons, and I think they're going to win it all. So I think that, that wraps it up for today. Sporty, what, uh, what, are, you, what are you looking forward to uh, in, in college football today? Anything specific or anything tomorrow with I NFL? Just, I just hope that there's some great games on. Uh, I, hope, uh, I hope Auburn and Georgia, I hope that's a – one, I hope that's one of the classic games today. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, uh, with the Steelers not playing, uh, we're really going to uh, – you've got the 425 game tomorrow. you got the Chiefs and the Patriots. Hopefully that will be a, uh, a dandy. So looking forward to those two games. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll have to see. So so next week we'll, we'll, we'll send it again and, and give you some uh, – give you a little breakdown of what happened this week. We can hear, uh, you know, Sydney in the background barking as always. So uh, I think it's our, our cue to uh, cut the podcast. So we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. Stay right, stay so. safe.